You are listening to Our Urban Voices with Dr. Alphonse Javet, a podcast that presents Christian narratives through diverse voices that impact urban ministry. Here is your host. In this podcast, we cover everything from churches and church planting efforts, mission and missions organization evangelism, and unreached people groups, emerging movements and initiatives, justice, current events related to faith, and the persecuted church too author interviews, and more. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to our Urban Voices. I'm your host, Dr. Alphonse Javed. Today I'm joined by the Interim Executive Director of Momentum, yes, Lori Rogers. Our topic today focuses on both why we should be seeking to inspire Christians to engage with global missions and how to do that. Before we jump in, a little bit about Lori. She currently the Interim Executive Director of Momentum Yes, as I said, a free online video series to inspire and unleash everyday people to engage with the nations. Previously, she served at Crossroads Christian Church in Newburgh, Indiana for 30 years in missions leadership. So she knows what she's talking about, and she is talking out of experience. Thank you for joining us today, Lori. Thank you, Dr. Javed. It is so exciting to get to share with your listeners today. So let's start with a simple question. What does Momentum Yes do? Sure, absolutely. You know, as you mentioned, it Momentum Yes is a free online resource. It's a video and discussion-based resource to inspire people to live out God's mission among the nations, both across the street and around the world. And it's available online at MomentumYes.com. Um, we, you know, we live in such an interesting time in history, and in so many ways, God has just brought people with different backgrounds um, that are living side by side more than ever before in history. And Momentum Yes helps the church understand what God is doing around the world today. And one of those big concepts is about people groups. And, you know, we help people understand that God has called the church to reach the ends of the earth. And about 30% of the world today, they haven't even had the chance to hear the good news about Jesus, even the first time. And that really is a problem that the church can address. But we must be committed to leveling that playing field. You know, so back to that, your question specifically, Momentum Yes focuses on how the church can get engaged in the nations. And many of those ways happen from right where we live. Um, And so while God does call some people to share overseas um, with the good news, and that's happened, you know, through Momentum Yes, really because of how ethnicities are so mixed in cities around the world, um, people really literally can cross the street and find a neighbor from a different background who hasn't heard about Jesus in a culturally relevant way. And so Momentum Yes opens people's eyes to this opportunity. So that that would be the overview or the background of uh, your ministry um, uh, rationale, why you exist and uh, what you're doing. But let me take you to more on, on the practical end, uh, because people want to know what sure. it is. So can you take me through a brief uh, uh, overview of the video series content, not the ministry itself, but the content? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, there are six sessions and I'll just walk you through just a little bit of the Ohio overview of each one. Um, 
The first one is called Rethink Perspective. And, you know, we talk about what God is doing in the world today. And some of those things can surprise us. And we also talk about how God um, talked about the nations from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. Some people think that it was only in the Great Commission when Jesus started talking about the nations, but really we can see that God cared about the nations throughout scripture. Um, session two is called Rethink Mission. And we that is, you know, what is the current status of the church globally? And what's the task remaining and the challenges ahead? And we zero in on that importance of prayer. And because by this time, people are really asking, so what can I do right now? What can I do? And we say the most strategic you can do is to pray. And so we share tools about how people can pray about the nations. And then session three, we talk about the beginning of our story and how the beginning of our story was very good. And God designed us to be image bearers, to do very good and world-changing things. And then we also talk about how the first century church really changed their culture. And um, that because they did it, we can too. We zero in again on the importance of prayer and how critical it is for us to work together as a team. Session four is Rethink Involvement. And this is a really fun session because we hear from like seven different people and how they are involved in reaching the nations in different ways. And we all have an important part in the story. You know, whether we go or we send or we mobilize, each person's part is important. And we also in this session, look back through history and explore the growth of the church through a really creative and sort of self-guided um, kind of way. And we ask the question, you know, what's your story going to be? What's my story going to be on the timeline of history? Yeah, so let me get to session five, and that's Rethink Opportunity. And um, that session focuses more like what I was talking about, about how we can connect neighbors from different backgrounds. We give practical tips and share stories about what that looks like. And people spend time praying for their neighbors in different backgrounds. And then mm -hmm. session six is really that, you know, it's not wrapping up the content. It's more of a springboard into what are you going to do about this? You know, you've soaked this in and what are you going to do about it? And so um, one of the things that I really appreciate, um, I, I don't know if you know Pastor Adrian from the National African-American Mission Council, um, but he says, I like momentum, yes, because it takes people from global perspective to personal responsibility. And that's what we want to land on is what are we going to do about this? It's not just head knowledge. It's what are we going to do about this knowledge? That's awesome. So application. Is it is the end goal, right? The end goal. God wants us to be actively involved in his kingdom. So all the videos, uh, uh, as you were going through the list, uh, all the videos are titled uh, Rethink Something. Why is that? Yes. Yes, that's a great question. Because, you know, so much of we we live in our, our world in our own little box, right? And God wants us to have the mind of Christ. And sometimes that just takes rethinking what we've been taught or rethinking what we've settled with as as his mission and um so it really is good for people to get together and just even verbalize oh i've never considered that the word of god says this or i've never considered this and so it really is a good time to um just understand what we bring to the table and how god might want us to grow what you just mentioned, um, you quoted uh, another pastor who said global to personal, right? Yes. Um, so that's a great quote. 
Uh, however, the problem I see in the Western uh, uh, church or in, in the West in general, uh, we are a very extremely individualistic society, right? So yes, we, we tend to think about everything is uh, um, about me, even salvation. Jesus died for me. The Bible says he died for the world. I, I just Amen. everything, yes. right? So, so I, I'm, not, I'm not rejecting the objective that we want to uh, talk about the global mission, but we also want to bring it home, make it personal, and apply that in personal individual lives. I'm not, I'm not advocating against that. That's, that's good. So I'm, I'm looking for both ways, right? So the people who are stuck in their individualistic mindset, how to help them to uh, get out of that and be exposed to the global. And then when you expose them to global and then you pull them back and like, okay, now let's talk about how you can apply that in your personal life. Yes, yes. Um, gosh, you're so right. You know, we we get do get caught up in our individualistic mindset. And even we think um, that, you know, in the West, we might think that the church is dying. We talk about that, you know, what, what do you see, you know, right around, you know, do you see that? And, but in so many ways, God is exploding the church around the world. And, in, and I use that word exploding in a powerful, good kind of way, you know, and um, where the numbers are just growing and growing and growing. And so I think that when when we ask people to, to get involved in the greater global church, he really helps us to see um, that it's not just all about me. It's about us working together so that his name will be glorified and seeing that, that when we work with people from other ethnicities, when we work with people that are from across the street or around the world, that um, his name will be glorified as we um, act as one with the church. And so it is so much more than just about what's in it for me or what, what is my specific role, but it's what is the church's role in order to give him glory. The key thing is learning and working together, learning from uh, the global can learn from the local and local can learn from the global and they can work together, thus uh, experiencing that growth together whether that is happening in our context right here, uh, let's say in Metro New York or not, um, uh, it, it is happening somewhere, somewhere in, uh, um, in Africa or Asia. Uh, yes. So we need to come together and, and experience that, how God is moving through those movements, yes. right? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right, so that, that's wonderful. So let me take you to the next uh, uh, question I have for you. Um, and that's regarding your small groups, right? So the, these videos meant to be used in small groups, correct? That so, is correct. So what is the purpose of using them in small groups? Yeah, so, you know, people can watch videos on their own. We do that all the time. Um, but honestly, it is in the discussion and in the group prayer times um, of Momentum Yes and the way that it is structured, where really where that life change happens, you know, it's with wrestling with those ideas and letting them work their way into our hearts. Um, and it's really in community and accountability of a group where people can say, you know what, 
I think God might be saying this to me and, and somebody else can affirm that, or somebody can ask questions to help clarify that. And really it's in that collective power of doing it together where that life change that we're going for happens when we begin to see the world differently, when we begin to see the church differently, when we begin to see God differently and even our role differently. So a rethinking, a rethink perspective, rethink ad- identity and uh, so forth and so on. So it's an individual attempt to do that, but it's also done in collective setting, uh, uh, um, setting where we are gathered with other brothers and sisters. But here, yes. here's my most, um, I think, most practical uh, question. <clears throat> what is more beneficial? You mean to do it individually or to do it collectively? Right. We have had people in survey after survey after survey through the years say that it is um, that the discussion times are the biggest thing that change um, change their perspective. And it's when they they interact um, with other people and that they really grow. And so. I would say that it is, you know, it's that we have to rethink in our minds, but we do that by sharpening one another um, within the kingdom. Do you, do you have any particular example of both uh, um, usage? So is there any any story that stands out or some example that would be helpful for us? Yeah, most of the stories that stand out, I would say, are more people that have, um, that have done it in groups. Um, and or where they have um yeah honestly i have not heard of very many people that have even reached out to us and said you know i did this as an individual and it changed me so much it's more the people that have done it in groups and said you know when we did this together and when we discussed this together i was changed and so i i guess i probably Mm. don't even have a specific story in mind of someone Mm. that has done it individually wow so let's go to the next question. Why should churches use these as resources? Yes, you know, um, God has designed for the church to be the messengers of the good news. And, and he has no plan B, right? The church is his plan. And um, there, the thing is, there are so many people in the church today that don't know that God has designed them to make a difference among the nations. Even from right where they live right now, he may call some of them to change where they live, But even from right where they live right now, God wants us to be world changers. And so um, Momentum Yes really helps leaders by having the content that is engaging and is, you know, ready for them. The the videos and the discussion guides right there ready. The prayer activities are all ready. And leaders can jump in and just do what they do best and shepherd their people towards being transformed by the power of God. And um, churches, you know, know that that. They want their people to be um, engaged in God's mission and Momentum Yes can really just come alongside them. And it's a free resource. It's a free resource. So it's a great um, way to do that. You know, um, we do have a pay it forward kind of culture and the majority of our current donors are people that have been through the resource themselves and they want to see it reach more people globally. And so for any church or group that benefits from Momentum Yes and, and wants to help Momentum Yes reach more people, um, I just want to thank you in advance for your donation. Um, but it is a, just a free thing that 
worth getting on the website, MomentumYes.com, and checking it out and see if it would be a helpful thing for you as a church leader. That's fantastic. I love um, I love your vision to uh, make that available to everybody so it's not limited to only those who can afford. Uh, but mm-hmm. at the same time, um, yes, please, uh, if you're hearing us and uh, if you're able to look up, uh, go through the course, look at the program, and then uh, if the Lord leads you, please support. Uh, but here's a, another question related to um, uh, Momentum. Yes, uh, free resource. We need it here. We need discipleship in the United States. We need more of it here because yes. we need to re-evangelize and uh, um re-envision what Christianity or faith is going to look like uh, yes. uh, in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And that it comes down to, um, you know, making disciples, being disciple and making difference together. Love it. But uh, is your resource available in other languages? That's a great question. We um, are just on the, the front edge of that kind of development. Um We have been working with a team in the Netherlands um, and they have been, um, they have a a Netherlands, a Dutch site that is, is really looking good. Um, And then we have some, a couple of other people that we're, we're talking with partners that we're talking with about potential, potentially doing translation. So, um, so that's really one of those exciting things that to see where is God going to take us um, in the coming year and years. That's awesome. And probably uh, that's another uh, pitch you can make right here, right? So yes. people who are for listening, they may want to support, they may want, may want to be part of this translation uh, project too. Um, Absolutely. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate when it comes to missions and mission resources. I think uh, the West has, um, you know, if, if nothing else, the internet, if you go on yes. uh, online, you can find so many things. But now the internet is becoming quite a uh, uh, accessible thing in many other parts of the world too, whether we're that's talking true. about Africa or Asia, but still by and large, that's where we lack Christian resources. So let me, and let, let me, me just say this yes, too, please. though, um, you know, we, it momentum, yes, is being used even in English in like 25 countries around the world. Good. Um, it's been used on the Logos Hope um, ship with um, Operation Mobilization. Um, and so there are a lot of places that it's being used, um, even in English. So that's that's good. been an exciting thing for us to see and have those international partners. There's been three different courses that have been run in Singapore. Um, with the English course. And so, um, so God is using it globally, um, even, even though we are in, you know, English right now. That, that's awesome. Uh, so what results have you seen from the videos? Yes, that is such a fun question to think about. Um, you know, one of the things that I um, considered first is that honestly, two of our board members um, are entrepreneurs that have been Christians for decades, and and they even thought that they understood about missions. They, you know, were churchgoers. They are involved, but when they took momentum, yes, it dramatically changed their lives and. They understood that everybody has a part in God's story among the nations, and now they are committed to doing whatever it takes to inspire more people so that they can live out God's mission. You know, so that's one thing. We've also had many college students that have taken momentum, yes, and um, here and then also um, dramatically across the UK, 
There have been many college groups that have done that. And um, so that some have um, decided to go on short-term trips. Um, there have been college um, prayer groups for the nations that have been started. Um, you know, people in college and out of college have been called to the mission field. Um, and others have realized that they can be a part of um, being a sending team and missionaries need solid sending teams. So that's really important. And, you know, some people have even just said, oh my goodness, I didn't understand. I just need to cross the street and, and make that connection um, with my neighbor from a different background. And it might feel awkward at first or it might, you know, whatever, but we can laugh together and they've gotten to know their neighbors. And so um, just so many different ways and steps that God leads us to um, when we consider, you know, how can I be brave for you, God, and honor you among the nations? Amen. This is fantastic. Before we close out, I just say again, I want to say that uh, there is nothing more important than uh, discipleship, because when you disciple, evangelism takes place, uh, yes. people go out and do missions. So I love it. So um, before we close out today's episode, is there anything else you like to add or a main takeaway you want to leave listeners with? Yeah, um, you know, this really is a tool that is designed for that everyday people, for the everyday people in the church um, to help them live out God's mission. And so um, that would be the thing. I think there, you know, there are um, there are just so many people that have not discovered that God has put his heart for the nations into us. And so um, I would just encourage people to consider this as a resource. You know, it will help take people from wherever they are in understanding God's desire to reach the nations and using the church to taking active next steps. And so um, he doesn't have a plan B. So the church needs to get on it. It yeah, is our man. job. That's right. Uh, so, Lori, if a listener wants to get in touch with you or learn more about Momentum Yes's uh, resources, what are the easiest ways? The easiest way would be to go to MomentumYes.com and you can just sign up for free access to all six of those sessions. Um, you can also follow us on social media. Um, we love to have um, stories of people that have, have taken Momentum Yes and prayer times um, on our social media. And so that would be great. You know, as I mentioned, we are a growing Momentum Yes family around the world with 25 plus countries, 30 plus states across um, the United States and really many different organizations and churches around the world. And so um, there, there's just we would love to have you be a part of um, that Momentum Yes family. And you could reach me at Lori, that's L-O-R-I at MomentumYes.com. And we'll make sure that we put this information section of our episode as well. Um, as we getting ready to wrap it up, tell me about your family. Yeah. You, you are a person, yes. not just a, <laughs> right, uh, a worker. That is right. So tell me Amen. a little bit about you. Yeah. Amen. Yes. So I am married to Tom and he is my high school sweetheart. And we've been married for 31 years. And our oldest son, Jacob, is married to Carly and they live in Atlanta, Georgia. And so um, we love to see them as often as we can. And then God has also blessed us with a 12 year old daughter who just loves life and keeps us on our toes. Wow. It's very fun. So I like to ask you, which I do often with other guests too, 
to tell a joke to lighten the mood. Okay. Okay. So you like to take people out of their comfort zone. Yeah. That's what I'm gathering here. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. I've got one for you. Okay. Um, a slice of apple pie is $2.50 in Jamaica mm -hmm. and $3 in the Bahamas. Okay. These are the pie rates of the Caribbean. Oh my gosh, I can't get it. Is it too <laughs> difficult for me? You see, that's my problem. It's got to be a dad joke. Dad jokes are the ones I get like super fast. <laughs> Otherwise, I end up uh, calculating. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I am sure the moment my wife will hear, like, she will laugh. It, it's the first time I'm like, uh, okay. Um, okay, well, you email me when Sarah gets it. You email yes, me. Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. Man, I love dad jokes. Um, okay, so can you tell me a, a dad joke? Oh, um, so right now my my boys are into um, they, they just they make uh, they make up jokes, right? So they just okay. make jokes. So um, so one of the jokes that always comes and uh, this joke I learned from my wife actually. So my joke, which doesn't make sense, is this: knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange juice. Orange right? juice. <laughs> right? So that kind of like very dumb, nonsense type jokes. So I those love it. type of jokes I like. <laughs> so thank you so much for being uh, on the show. Uh, again, uh, that was uh, Lori Rogers of uh, Momentum Yes. And thank you to all our listeners. If you appreciate the episode, and this podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave an honest review wherever you listen to your podcast. Tune in next week for more honest discussions from diverse voices. You've been listening to Our Urban Voices with Dr. Alphonse Javed, which presents Christian narratives through diverse voices that impact urban ministry. Please check back for new episodes every week.